Hello and welcome back to a special edition of the Mellow Podcast. Almost forgot my own title of my own show. That's ridiculous. But anyways, yes. If you know what it is, put on my Twitter at MellowPod22. It is WrestleMania week, and it is Friday, ten minutes till actually before the Hall of Fame starts. Actually, not even five minutes till the Hall of Fame starts, and it's WrestleMania weekend, y'all. I am excited. It's to me okay. To me, WrestleMania is my Super Bowl. Like I don't mind. I like I like watching Super Bowl, but to me, WrestleMania is bigger than the Super Bowl. I don't know if I'm the only one that agrees with that, but I believe WrestleMania is bigger than the Super Bowl. Quote me on it. Get mad at me. I don't care. This is what I believe. But I'm going to do my my third annual. My first, I think one of my first episodes was WrestleMania prediction. So, and this was during the, you know, COVID area and stuff. But you already. Start. Now, I'm getting the match card off of Bleacher Report. For some reason, I go to W.com and, like, there's not really a match card. Like, all this, I'm, I couldn't find it, and I'm, an, I'm a dope. But as most you know, they say on the show, yeah, we're just starting it off. We're not even doing nothing crazy. Night one starts with match one, Austin Theory, eight town down versus... You can't see him, John Cena, for the U.S. Championship. Now, I remember I forgot the damn promotion that Theory was in before he hit up uh, NXT and then went to the main roster. But Theory's been saying his whole career, basically, yeah, I'm a big John Cena fan. I'm a big John Cena fan. I love John Cena. He was a, he was a dude that I grew up watching. He's the guy I want to wrestle one day and stuff like that. And basically, he's been doing that his whole career. Always, He always put that out there. He wants to wrestle John Cena. But I think it's cool. You want to wrestle your idol or supposed idol. Let's get clear here. And we know John Cena. I want to call him big time John Cena. Big money John Cena. You know what I'm saying? Or what do we call him? Super Cena as the 2K23. 32K23. Not sponsored. Um, They call him. Uh, I'm glad this match is happening because what Cena came back at the end of December. Yeah, I think he came back December 31st, the last Monday of the of 2022. Because he's he was like, oh, I've had a match at least once every year since I've been here. So he's like, oh, this ain't gonna change anymore. So he came back for that, and then just I want to say, I want to say exactly a month ago, but I want to say two and a half. Mondays ago, two or three Mondays ago, he came back saying, oh, back home to Boston, so it wasn't March 6th, yes, came back home to Boston, right here, Massachusetts, you know what it is, um, you know what I'm saying, it was like, yeah, ooh, John, yeah, I love you all, and then Theory comes out saying, you know what, don't meet your heroes, stuff like that, I've grown up watching you, I beg you, but now, I think I'm better than you, I ain't, he's like, nah, I am better than you, bro. You're not the same. You ain't the same John Cena I grew up watching. And then people say John buried him in the promo that John cut. He's like, he's like John's basically just, you know, you're just another wannabe me. I was in the same sack shoes you were 
when I pulled up here thinking I was a big shot and all that stuff. It took a lot of people to bring me back down for me to build myself back up and be who I am today, basically. And they was like, wait, what? So, basically, it's like, I don't want to say protege versus teacher or master. I want to say uh, legend versus hopefully a legend someday. Because Theory still has a very young career. I'm not sure how old Theory is. I think he's not even 30 yet. But for, I do not. But I do not think John's winning this match. Okay, I don't think John's going to be coming back to do a U.S. title run. You know, that's he's got so much stuff in Hollywood he's doing now. I don't see him coming back. Because it just wouldn't... I'm not saying his body probably couldn't be into it. But it just wouldn't feel right. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see it. It's like, it's weird. But I'm a fan. I kind of am a fan of Austin Theory, though. It took a while. I'm not going to lie. I said I wasn't a big fan of him in uh, NXT. I started go- growing to become a fan of him when he was with uh, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell as The Way. Basically, him latching behind like Johnny Gargano, Johnny teaching him the ropes and stuff like that. But to me, I got Theory versus John Cena over John Cena in this match. Now again, I don't know if all these match cards are exact. I just know I know I know of three things right now. Night one is and match one is Theory versus Cena. But besides that, I don't know the orders. But I do know the Usos Sami Zayn is night one. And just this past I think it was Monday, Dominic said Dominic made a comment and said, Oh, I'll see you Saturday. And basically, Dominic and Rey Mysterio matches on Saturday. That's all I know. All the other matches, I don't know if this is correct or not, but we will see. But we're going to go down the list. I don't know if I should put, do the high-profile matches first and low-profile. We'll see. Um, I guess we can go Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders. I think this is a pre-show match. I don't feel like this is going to be an actual match on the show. If it is, it's going to be a quicker, quicker, a quick one. Because out of the matches that I'm looking at on my screen, for night one, if this is the order that they're going to do it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven matches. The night starts off at seven. So I can see 7 p.m., seven matches. Each match isn't going to be an hour long. And it's probably going to last at least till 11 midnight o'clock. Midnight. Uh, I don't know. But I think the this four-man tag, this four-team tag match is, I think, a pre-show. Viking Raiders, I love. Basically, every single actual team I'm enjoying. Braun Strowman and Ricochet only got brought together because of that time when... Braun Strowman made a comment on Twitter saying, oh, it's a big man sport. Little people, little men need to get out of here and stuff like that. In a sense of like high flyers. Well, Ricochet is a high flyer. So, Ricochet called out, called Braun out one time for almost like a month. They were calling Braun out. And they were basically saying, yo, 
You think little little men can't do what you do? You think we can't take you guys down? So they had this bow forever, and then they became a tag team. Okay. Street Profits, Montez, Angelo Dawkins. Woo! Boy, those boys are monsters. I love them boys. I, the fact that I feel they should be in some sort of... I get the whole Uso bloodline Zane Owens thing. But to me, they should be in tactics and tension in some sort. Hopefully, it happens after Mania. Oh, no. What did I do again? And stuff like that. And, you know, I love me some Alpha Academy. I'm watching the Hall of Fame in the background. Um, I love Alpha Academy. I like old Alpha Academy when Gable and Otis were, like, more serious. Cause that's when they got their titles, when they were actually serious about what they were doing. They got tag, the raw tag team titles. And Viking Raiders, I feel like they're just sleepers. This, this is a sleep team, right? But out of all the, cause they've been pushing a lot on Braun and Ricochet, so I can see Braun and Ricochet being the winners of this whole four fourteen tag team. I mean, four tag team. Four way, I don't know how to call it. It's so confusing to me sometimes. Because I can kind of see Montez in a way not breaking, like what the New Day did. They're not breaking up Street Profits, but Montez going on a singles run. Because while Montez was out, Angelo kind of went on a singles run. Montez was injured for a while. Uh, Otis is becoming a fashion model or something. Otis, as they're, they're calling him. So I don't know what's gonna have an Alpha Academy. And Viking Raiders, you just never know what Viking Raiders. You just never know what Viking Raiders is gonna do. So I see Strowman and Ricochet winning this title this uh this match. To me, there's no real like build up to it, I personally feel like. But that's just me. Next, we got Miss Becky, Lita, and Trish versus damage control. Which is the team of Dakota Kai, Io Sky, or Io Shirai originally, and Miss Bailey. So if you don't know, Lita and Becky are the Raw Women's Tag Team Champions. Well, actually, tend to the Women's Tag Team Champions. There's no Raw or whatever. They're just the Women's Tag Team Champions, which I think is cool. But to me, if you were gonna bring Trish back, I get it's like a dream thing for. Becky to win with Lita, but it should have it should be Lita and Trish winning these tag titles. Now there's rumors that um what you call it that a Lita's gonna turn on Becky. Now I don't think it's gonna happen at Mania or after Mania or whatever, but it's supposed to be Trish is gonna get a little run against Becky. I'm assuming it's gonna put Lita in a weird position. And damage control is like they're lackluster. I get you trying to build Dakota Kai Eo Sky up a bit, because Bailey's already a star. Like she needs to go back in those that women that SmackDown or Raw Women's Title picture at some point. That's what she needs to be in one of those two spots. She don't need she don't need to be in damage control. Like bye Bailey, go damage control. You don't need it. You don't need to go. But if Trish does. Even if it's at Mania, backstab Becky. That's going to be an interesting thing, for, again, for Lita because she's stuck in the middle. That's Trish is her best friend. 
and Becky Lita respects, so it's like, ah, to me, it still should have been Lita and Trish winning the tag titles. I do kind of go with damage control here, though, winning this game, this match, because to me, damage control needs something. They need something to build them up more. You know. Next, we have trying to. Well, I'll leave those two last. Seth freaking Rollins. I hate the freaking part of this. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Okay, so to me, Seth didn't even have a match until Logan Paul came back, and basically started at Royal Rumble when Logan Paul came back, and he basically threw out Seth Rollins during the Royal Rumble match, which clearly pissed off Seth enough. That they just been going back and forth for weeks. Paul knocked out Seth on Raw one night. Seth called Paul, or supposedly he FaceTimed Logan on the show and stuff like that. And um, I'm sorry, I'm getting lost on the show here. Seth basically, <laughs> sorry, I'm watching the Hall of Fame at the same time I'm doing this. Like I said. Uh, Seth FaceTimed Logan Paul, which I don't think was an actual FaceTime at that moment in time. Because you can tell by the way that uh, Seth's hand was on the phone. And then when they cut to the phone, it was two different ways. Um, and then he said, I'll see you. Don't want to face me? Da, da, da. I'll see you next week or something like that. Then Ron's like, bye, bitch. So I'm like, oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Essentially, they've just been attacking each other left and right, making verbal threats. Uh, suppose this is Logan Paul's end of Logan Paul's rookie contract. So I don't know if he's, he'll be back or not. We'll see. Seth, he needs to get back in the title picture again. If Cody wins or if Roman wins, he needs to get shoot himself back up to that title picture. I still don't think Rollins and Cody stuff is even over yet. You know, to me, this match, I mean, I think all these matches are going to be great matches, hopefully. But I'll tell you which one out of the night one I think is going to be like the match of the night. Or I'm hoping it's going to be the match of the night. Next. we This has been going on since I'm trying to think. When was Clash of the Castle? September? I think September. Rey Mysterio versus his son Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio is the most hating. I thought Roman was, but no. Dominic Mysterio is the most hated person in WWE. Shoot, I think in the whole wrestling industry. Dom is just... Wow. Well, obviously, he's working at it. You know, he's learning. He's working on it. You know what I'm saying? His in-ring work is good. I don't hate his in-ring work at all. His promos is eh. The whole one-night-in-jail thing, teardrop thing in his eye was stupid. I get, I get it. I got it. I get he was trying to be something, but it was dumb. It was, it was like I'm glad they almost basically they just got away from me. They got away from me after like what a month, two at least two months, two months. They was like they were just done. And then essentially he's just been attacking Ray the whole time because what well, he attacked Edge first at Clash of the Castle after they won their match against Judgment Day, and then he attacked his Dominic attacked Ray. Clothesline Ray to the ground. Essentially, that was Dominic's heel turn. And ever since then, it's been like... He was very quiet for a while, though. 
It was more like Rhea was whispering in his ear and he would do things or he would say certain things that Rhea told him to do. But now he's like definitely been his own person ever since that because obviously Rhea has been busy with something else that we'll talk about soon. Um, Dom, he's got a lot of work to do in the sense of promos. But I do like the fact that he keeps saying, I wish Eddie was my dad, I wish Eddie was my dad because I find that stuff funny if you remember from back in the day. The whole thing with Ray and Eddie about custody of Dom and stuff, match and stuff like that. That that was funny. Um, someone keeps saying on my phone. It's annoying. Uh, and then next thing you know, now in a way, Dom is like kind of copying some of Eddie's moves, and then also he's got the hair. If you actually look at Dominic, like this is the, some of the facial hair he has. And the mullet he's rocking right now, you put uh, OG Eddie, like WCW Eddie, next to him, like a photo. It's like, you would think Dom actually is Eddie's kid. So I'm like, oh, wait, is he really? And then I saw today a photo of Dominic. What if they had Dominic drive down in the way Eddie used to drive down in the, on the fucking, um, excuse my language, on the, um, Oh my god, what's it called? Impala, the lowrider. He he come and, and that's his entrance. He, he I think to be the biggest pop of the night. They'll get so many boos in that night because they'll probably play the Eddie music in that and then change it to Dom's music. So Dom doesn't have his own intro yet, but um, but I think uh, sorry, I have to pause this for a second. Um, I do think that Dominic will win. It Dominic is gonna be what I'm reading, they're high on Dominic. So I can see them trying to push Dominic as best as they can. Even if it's a win over his fault, because if he wins, oh my gosh. But it, I don't I'd be interested to see if the whole judgment day wins this weekend. Edge and Balor, Rhea for the title, and Dominic and Ray, which I find the fact that Damian Priest is nowhere to be seen in anything, by the way. Nowhere to be seen. That's ridiculous. That dude is a freaking star. But I think Domino will win. Next, we have two matches left, supposedly, for night one. I have... Uh, what you call it? See, I don't know who, who's going to main event night one. That's been a, a very argument for a while. People say it should be the tag team titles because there's never been a tag team title main event at WrestleMania. Also, we know there's been women championships. But it, do the people say do the bigger story, which telling is the bloodline versus Sammy and Owens. Uh... I don't know if it really matters who goes next, really. Who I talk about next. Uh, SmackDown Women's title. Charlotte versus Rhea. So Charlotte was gone, I feel, almost since last year. Since Mania of last year. Like, after Mania. Whenever she had lost it or whatever. And then she's been gone ever since. I know she went on her honeymoon with Andrade. 
She's been hanging out with him, his family, his kids, and stuff like that. Essentially, Rhea's been... I don't know if she's been in the background of the Judges' Day, but she really hasn't done anything crazy. I mean, she's been manhandling dudes left and right. I know that much when it comes to, like, the Judgment Day stuff. But since it's, like, title contention picture, she hasn't done anything. Until she actually won the main event. Uh, or she won the Women's Royal Rumble at this past January. Then people then were questioning, who is she going to uh, fight? It's like, oh, it should be Bianca because they kind of still have a thing, a feud there that really isn't over. But telling me, Charlotte and, F- Charlotte and Rhea definitely have a feud that's still going. I believe Rhea won one, Charlotte won one, and Charlotte won the NXT title, I think, from Rhea. And Rhea beat that. So they kind of have, this hopefully is the end of their feud. And depending who wins here, which I truly believe is going to be Rhea. You know, Charlotte just won it recently. About three, I don't want to say three months ago. I want to say maybe four or five months ago. I think before or after Thanksgiving. So I think Rhea Ripley is going to be the next women's champion. And quote me on that. Next, to finish off night one. The undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. The Uso versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Also known as WrestleZania and KO Mania. Alright. This storyline has been going since pre-pandemic. Well, not even pre, like during pandemic. When Roman came back. Attacked, it was he attacked Sheamus when he came back. Did all that, st- all that stuff, and then Jay wasn't feeling how Roman was treating, and then also Roman ending up winning the title, and then Jay not liking the way Roman was treating people, and stuff like that. I don't know, man. This, this I don't want to explain it all. Basically, Sami Zayn got into the bloodline. Jimmy was cool with him getting into the bloodline. Sami Zayn thought he was one of the Usos. He was family. He was Usi, which popped literally the whole crowd and the bloodline itself. Even Solo cracked a smile. I don't care what anybody says. Solo cracked a smile. I'm a big fan of Solo, even when he was in NXT. Um, and also, Kevin's been fighting the bloodline since pandemic. He's been fighting... He, I think he lost, what, two or three times against um, Roman when there were no fans. It was just the Thunderdome. And then he's been on and off fighting the bloodline here and there. He's definitely been fighting Roman since 2020, on and off. It definitely it came into fruition more when he, Kevin was trying to tell Sammy, like, yo, they're going to turn on you. That whole team is going to turn on you. I'm trying to help you before it happens so you can get out. But you don't want to listen to me. So at, uh, what's that? Oh, my God. War Games match, he basically told, officially just like, like, made the bloodline feel like, yo, I'm a part of you. Kevin cannot do nothing to me. Y'all are my boys. Kevin's nothing to me. And let Jay 
beat them down. Beat, beat, uh, beat Kevin down, and then basically the Bloodline won the War Games match. After that, Kevin was like, you know what? I'm done trying to be your friend. I'm try- done trying to help you. You want to be a part of them? Be a part of them. But don't tell me. That, don't say I didn't tell you so when they turn their back on you. But then for weeks, Kevin kept trying to attack the bloodline, attack the bloodline. And they kept beating him down, beating him down. Sammy kept being like a little stagnant about attacking Kevin. He's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to hit him. I don't want to hit him. I want to, and then I, I want to hit him. I don't want to hit him. I want to hit him. I want to hit him. And stuff like that. Until, was it at the Royal Rumble? I don't know if it was at the Royal Rumble. Was it the Royal Rumble? Yeah, it was at the Royal Rumble. And that mat at the end of the night, Roman's like, show us you're really a part of us. I'm going to give you this chair, smash it over Kevin's head. And Roman's like, yo, he's going to smash you. You don't mess with the bloodline, da, 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 this and that. Next thing you know, one of the biggest pops I'll probably ever hear on TV, one of the, not the, but one of the, Sammy just straight cracked Roman in the back with that chair, bro. I say, you know, oh, man. And then Sammy's like, I'm sorry, yo. And then Jimmy's super kid. And Jimmy's the one that's been on Sammy's side since the jump, since the beginning of this whole Sammy want to be part of the bloodline stuff. And Jay was the one like, no, nah, I don't want to deal with you. Now, mind you, a few weeks since the war games, Jay was down for Sammy once Sammy showed his, like, he's down for the bloodline. He's like, he was cool with Sammy. He got to give him hugs, daps, and all that stuff. But then after Sammy attacked Roman, Jimmy was the one that laid that super kick onto Sammy. And Jay didn't do nothing. He just walked out. He got he was confused. But yo, I, I had your back. I had you, and you just turned your back on me. Like, I don't know what to do. Do I help you or do I help my actual family? And for weeks it was like back and forth. Jay didn't know what he was doing. He didn't wasn't answering none of the bloodlines phone calls, Roman's calls, Jimmy's calls. Until like the one night on Raw was it like two weeks ago, I would say. Jay came down and was like, he didn't say any words. He was just like pretending like he he was gonna team with Sammy, give Sammy a huge hug outside the ring. Jimmy was sound down and out, sad. And then so you know, Jay with the super kick on Sammy's face. He was like, "Yo, you think I would choose you? You really think I would choose you over family? This is my family, dog. This is family business." And then they just, the Usher start beating down on Sammy. And then it comes out Cody, which we'll get into night two in a second. And then that's basically what that is. And then, for literally until last week, last month, not this past month, but the Monday before, it's been like Sammy's in tr- Sammy and Cody have been trying to get Kevin to be on their side. Like, yo, we need you. You are the final piece to this whole Usos. And Roman bloodline situation. Team with me. Come back with your friend, Sam Kevin. Come back to Sammy. You know, this and that, whatever. Kevin's like, nah, man. I'm not. Like I said before, I'm not his boy. Why would I want to be with someone with that's not a friend? Calls me a friend, but isn't really my friend. And then Sammy. Sammy was shocked with that. Kevin went home. Before Kevin went home, was like, yo, we may not be friends at this moment, 
no matter what, I love you and I got you, no matter what. And then by the end of the night, you know, I think we all know what happened. Sammy's talking to Michael about, to the, about the Usos. Uso beat him down. Next thing you know, you see Kevin running out to save Sammy. And boom, boom, they, both of them, Sammy and, and Owens, beat down the Usos, make him go outside the ring. And next thing you know, Kevin walks up to Sammy. Sammy gets a little flustered because he thinks he's about to fight Kevin. And Kevin just gives him a huge hug. And the crowd just blows up. Just blows up. Like, yeah, let's go. Ooh. I feel like I should, like, break this down a lot smaller. That's why it's under half an hour. I feel I'm already at, like, 30 minutes. Um, and basically where we are now. Usos with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Usos win. So night one, I got Darian went beating Cena. Rhea become the new SmackDown Women's title Champion. Usos keeping the tag team titles. Damage Control beating Becky, Lita, and Trish. Actually, I didn't even pick nobody for Seth or Paul or Logan. Seth can't lose again, I think. So Seth beating Logan Paul. Dominic beating Ray. And Braun Strowman beating Prophets, Alpha Academy, and Viking Raiders. And that is the end of our night one, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, that really was a fuck freaking half an hour. All right, I'm want to make this a little faster. I didn't, I didn't want to do a whole full out almost hour episode. Night two, we have this. This match really makes no sense. This, I think, this is another one of those sleeper matches that it's just, it's a filler. There we go. It's a filler match. Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez, I mean Rodriguez, it was Gonzalez NXT, versus Ronda and Shayna Baszler, versus Natalia Shotzi, versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Sonya just came back. I hope there's a purpose to these this match, besides it being literally a filler match. I'm hoping like one of these women gets a title opportunity, a tag team title opportunity. Because to me, there's no real story here. I mean, yes, Liv and Raquel were hating each other for a little bit. But now they're a team. Natty and Shotzi, it's a random team. Sonya just came back. Got paired with Chelsea. You know, it was supposed to be... I think it was supposed to be Chelsea and Carmella. Don't know what happened there. And then they've been kind of teasing the Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler tag team for almost like six, seven months now. So I, I'm going to say Ronda and Shayna win this match to hopefully challenge for the women's tag team titles next Gunther versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus Sheamus and Gunther have been going back and forth for the past year for, these dudes are monster oh let me go back to night one for a second I just realized something so to me match of the night people want to say it's going to be the tag team title match which I think it might be I really think the match tonight is going to be Ray and Dominic. We'll see. Um, next, like I said, we were Gunther, Drew, and, Mag- and Sheamus. Sheamus. Gunther and Sheamus have been back and forth. Clash of the Castle, that was a hard-hitting match. It was part of, That was the match of the night, Gunther and Sheamus. And now you have Drew in there. Drew's like, yo, Sheamus, you've got your time. You've had more than one chance to go for this title. 
it's my turn now. Seems like, no, dude. Like, I need this title. I need to beat Gunther, and I need this title. I do think Gunther will lose the Intercontinental title. And I, I think Sheamus will finally actually win this title. Finally. He'll finally win the... I don't, I don't know if he's ever actually won it. But fighting with Gunther for almost a year, I think it's finally... The Brawling Brutes, you know what I'm saying? Imperium. But Gunther does not get pinned. Sheamus pins McIntyre. Keeping Gunther still strong for whoever's the main champion after Mania. Next, I want to go Hell in the Cell, Edge versus Finn. I think this is the match that might go the longest. One of the longest matches besides Universal title. Edge started Judgment Day at last year's Mania with Damian Priest. No one expected Priest to be on Edge's side, but it happened. And they just started doing it, like just beating random people down and stuff like that. And then they added Rhea, like what, a week or two later? And then they added Finn, but Finn was the real leader in that because they turned their back on um, Edge. Wow. Um, Stacy Keeler is coming down the ramp right now. Um, yeah, because basically Judgment Day was attacking Ray and Dominic for a long while until Balor basically attacked Ray. Balor and the rest of the Judgment Day attacked Edge, and then Edge was out for a while. Then he came back. I think it was SummerSlam of last year. To help Edge, I mean, help Ray, let's put this, help the Mysterios fight off the Judgment Day. And literally, the Judgment Day and Mysterio feud has been going on literally since, I want to say, April of last year. And obviously, with the whole Dominic Leap attacking Ray, it kind of added a level to that. And when Dominic basically attacked Ray, he was like, and then, but he also attacked Edge. Edge is like, yo, Ray, I'm sorry, but I'm going to beat your kid's backside. I'm sorry. He's going to have to learn that, like, you can't just run away from your problems and think you're okay with it. And Ray's like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to be any part of this until literally last week, like I said, when Ray clocked Dominic. But basically, this is old leader Judgment Day versus the new leader Judgment Day. Finn's bringing out the demon. Edge is bringing out... I hear Gangrel's coming back. And if they let him, I hear Tony Khan said it's okay for Christian to pull up. So, bro. OG for freaking... Uh, brood with the music. Oh. Cha, 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 cha. That'd be so sick. But, Balor wins. I feel... I'm, I'm gonna call it. Like, Mysterio, Rhea, and Balor all win for the Judgment Day. That way they could talk about it. Like, yo, we just beat, like, some of the best people in the business. We're the best team in the company. And then maybe you can add the bloodline with the Judgment Day feud there. Because I could see that. I could easily see that. Let's see. Next, I have Bianca Belair versus Asuka. This has been a weird... There's been a real build-up, except they keep teasing... Asuka changing her character. 
to something I don't like. I didn't watch Japanese wrestling, so I, I guess I believe it. Japanese women when they fight, they fight like men. They don't fight like uh, I don't want to say WWE style, but Asuka's a hard hitter. Like I've seen videos of Asuka getting slapped by a man, open hand, cross the face, and she's like, "Yeah, come on, let's go, we got this." As a, in a tag team, I'm like what? So I want to see that Asuka. I want to see what they're calling Kana. I want to see that woman pull up, start smacking some women around. But besides that, there really has been no build-up to this match, I feel like. To me, there's been nothing. Nothing at all. I feel bad for Bianca and Asuka. There should be more to this match than what we're seeing. But I think Bianca loses the title. Bianca loses her women's title. Asuka wins. Keep it moving. Uh, next. Another. I think this is. If it's not the, the Gunther McIntyre Sheamus match, I think it's going to be the Brock Lesnar versus Almost match for night two. That's going to be the sleeper match. Two behemoths. You know, they say almost is seven foot three, 405 pounds. Oh my goodness. And this is the thing when we all thought this, um, I can't be the only one, I hope. We saw, oh no, Brock and almost, ew, whatever. But then when you saw them two face-to-face a few weeks back on Monday, you were like, wait, almost is huge. And then Brock tried to attack almost, almost basically just threw Brock over the top rope. And Brock backed away like, uh-oh, I got to fight him for me. This is a big dude. And I think that was the first time when people were like, huh, this might be something. This might be a match we all might want to see. And I fully agree. So, who wins? I literally have no freaking clue. Could this be a quick? Cause could this be a quick match? I think so. I give this match like a ten minutes, five to ten minutes. Not counting walking into the not walk, not counting. Sorry, walking down the ramp. See, not, Brock doesn't need to be pushed anymore. We all know who Brock is. He loses, he loses. Anytime Brock pulls up, everybody's happy to see Brock Lesnar. So I think almost will win this match. Almost is winning this match. Yep, I said it. Yep, I said it. Stick with it, Melo. Stick with it. Almost is winning. And finally, the match that Tenley we've been waiting since last after last WrestleMania to happen. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Roman's been... I'm going to say right now, I think Roman needs to win. I think Roman should win. For me, the simple reason is you are that close to 1,000 days. That close to 1,000 days. Why not just see it all the way through? I think the fabulous Moolah has like supposedly... Like 3,000. I don't care about that. 
If that happens, that happens. But right now, you are that close to Bruno San Martino's record of a thousand days, which no one ever thought would ever happen. So to me, this just the promos alone have been phenomenal. Last month, last month after Roman beat Sammy, literally the promos have been phenomenal between these two. And and then you add Heyman to the promos, though, oh, dude, it's been like awesome to hear just voices. They haven't even been attacking each other; just them talking makes me hype for this match. And also, I feel like I'm not saying Cody does not deserve to win the title. I fully believe he will be a champion, I mean, WWE title, Universal title, whatever. But the, we're so close to a thousand days, and the fact that Cody just gets to come back, win Manny, win Royal Rumble, and just win the title. I don't, I know, I don't want, I want the more of a bigger buildup for Cody. Like this will be an adversity for him, a even bigger adversity that he lost it, that he lost the the one chance he got. Build him up, like fully, really fucking build his ass up to be like, no. I can do this. I can beat him. I know I can. I know we. I lost that mania, but that was a fluke. I was, I was not myself. I needed to be more than myself. I let the things about my father get in my way, and stuff like that, and then be like, no, I will win next time. I am, or I will become, the next champion. Next time I face Roman. And I see Cody beating Roman at WWE at Backlash. I do. I see Rome. I mean, I see Cody beating Roman at WrestleMania Backlash. Because that, that way, Thousand Days is already done. You can literally make new shirts out of that now. You can literally make shirts once he hits a thousand days. Like the real king, or so, I don't know what they would do because all they what they've been doing is actually awesome. But to me, Roman wins. That's it. Boom. Done. We're good. I feel like I should a stand deliver one too. Because I like NXT. So let's quick overview. Night one. Theory beats Cena for the, and keeps his title. Rhea beats Charlotte wins the SmackDown Women's title. The Usos keep the undisputed tag titles. Damage Control beats Becky, Lita, and Trish. Seth beats Logan Paul. Dominic beats Rey Mysterio. And Ricochet and Strowman beat the Prophets, Academy, and the Raiders for night one. Excuse me. Night two almost beats Brock Lesnar. Finn Balor beats Edge in a Hell in a Cell. Sheamus beats Drew McIntyre and Gunther, but beats Drew McIntyre to keep Gunther strong. Asuka beats Bianca for the Women's Raw ta- Championship. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler beat Natalia, Shotzi, Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville, Liv Morgan, and Raquel Rodriguez in this tag team, this tag team four-woman bout, four-team bout. And I believe Roman Reigns will keep his undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my night. Rate, rate the pod, like the pod, follow my pod on Good Pods. 
on Spotify. Hit that follow button. Hit that like button. You got questions for me? Shoot me on Twitter at MelloPod22. I'm going to send me an email, cjfeliciano2011 at gmail.com. Show me the love. Show me the likes. Hit that group page on Facebook, The Mellow Podcast, with a rhino reading a book, smiling like a pimp. Um, you know, Y'all know what it is. I literally did not expect this episode to be this long. I am sorry. Like, always and forever, I love y'all. One love. Peace.